Welcome to Pink Kink, where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. Whether you are a new kinkster or have years of experience, Pink Kink will help you level up your kink knowledge. Join us on this journey as we talk about our personal experiences and use the knowledge we've gained over 28 years of being involved in both private and professional aspects of this lifestyle to help you explore every facet of kink. Get set for an adventure. Not only will you learn and grow, but we promise loads of laughter, turning each episode into a fun party. So fasten your seatbelt and let's get this show started. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. Patrons also get discounts at our Etsy shop, Pink Kink Boutique, and our online classes at Pink Kink Institute. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kinksters get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers, both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying Pink Kinksters. Thank you, Jay, Witcherman, Brianna Lynn, Daddy Jay, Fabe, Embers, Blossom, William P., Claire, Lady Blooding, Naughty and Nice, Butte Pain, Northern Sir, Manda Panda, Cat, Stefan, Shadow Phoenix, Serenity Deb, Christopher, Kilted Sir, Brian, May Cry Devil, Ruby Riot, Mistress Velma, Enchanted Sparrow, The Wombat, Impact Hazard, Twitch, Lioness X, The Midnight Girl, Sinful, J21, Daisy If You Do, Harley Chick, Violet Rain, Serenity, Belle, Puppy Mike, Eric, Cat Daddy, Sweetie Todd, Lady Affliction, Dr. Dave, Pumpkin Pie, Ms. Tourmaline, S'more, Hacksaw, Kinky Katie, Wee Mad Beastie, To Be Better For Me, Forest, BP Bryn, Crash Override, Little Bean, Kinky Bear, I'm a Baby Bitches, Navigator Bard, Frost, Sinful and Naughty, Coffee and Chaos, Noir, Mr. Pillsbury, Abby, Peaches, and Brendan. All right, it's the new year. Technically. Yeah, it is. Technically. Officially now, too, and all of that. Yeah, but my brain hasn't caught up yet, so... Well, that's because if you stayed up till midnight, then you stayed up way past your bedtime. I did. I really did. And then I I stayed up until 1230 and then I had to go to bed. And then that took until maybe one for me to actually fall asleep. So I woke up this morning at nine, which was like four hours past what I normally wake up. (laughs) Yeah. See, I am um, single income, no dogs. So I'm sinned. So I didn't have to wake up really. Yeah. I... (laughs) Well, I didn't either because when I woke up this morning, it was like 8.45, 9 o'clock. And, you know, then I realized the dogs haven't gone out yet. Why haven't they woken me up to go out? They were probably also exhausted because they probably stayed up with you. They did. The one will not, will not go upstairs unless both of us are upstairs with her. Like the little one, she'll run up and she'll go to bed on her own. She'll just, we'll find her in the bedroom. Older one refuses to go upstairs without me. Oh. So she'll go running back Mama's and forth. Mama's girl. Yeah. Well, daddy's girl. But it does. So like if I go to bed and uh, daddy Jay hasn't gone to bed yet, she'll go in his office and be like, all right, let's go. Let's go. She wants us both in the bed. I saw a TikTok video of a dog, one of those little tiny yapper dogs. Yeah. At the top of the stairs, mm-hmm. sticking their head through the stair railings kind of yipping at the family like it's bedtime can we go to bed please yep that's exactly what mine does she (laughs) is quite determined to have us both in the bed with her she yeah she's a pain in the butt but she's so cute i love her well i knew that you would be tired this morning yes so i figured maybe we would do a more peppy fun episode to to start us off to start us off okay and and get your juices flowing because I feel this is the type of episode that is going to get you ranting and raving. Okay. And that'll get the blood flowing and wake you right up. I was going to say, Rara, you're not the kind of person that gets my juices flowing. I love you, but it ain't that. It, it, and it's okay. <laughs> I had a, a, a friend suggest maybe I should look for a trans male as a partner. And I was like, as long as, as, long as there's dick involved somehow, I'm happy. Yeah. Because I, dick is what I need for my juices to flow. 
So yes. I understand and respect that. And I'm not in the tiny least bit offended. Yeah, you're good. Thank you. I don't necessarily need a dick. I what I'm I think I'm more bi than you on the spectrum of sexuality. I am vanilla I am um what do we call it? I am straight with sprinkles. Yes. I am I've realized I'm I'm definitely bisexual. I am not necessarily bi romantic. Right. Yeah, so. there's no I, I don't think I am for romance, but I you know, listen. I said straight, period, and then had a girlfriend for three years. So I don't know if you can go by me. Yeah. Because I, I just kind of changed my mind. I don't think you count. So in order to get Dara's You're juices- You're very switchy. Yeah. In order to get Dara's juices flowing, <laughs> and since I can't do it myself, <laughs> I figured it was time for a Reddit episode. Oh, my, my favorite, because <laughs> this shit just goes bonkers. All right. We ready to do this? You got your- you ready for your juices to start flowing to right. rant and rave? I've I've got my angry eyes. Angry eyes. All right. I'll get us started. Am I the asshole for not wanting to meet a couple after learning about their no penetration rule? I am one of those mythical unicorns that enjoys being intimate with couples. It's a dynamic that I really thrive in and love to experience. I've had a lot of great experiences and some icky ones, but I've taken it in stride. I met a couple through an online dating app and we really seem to hit it off on an intellectual and at times spicy level. They're a great couple, dreamy in a way, and there is some chemistry between us from our talks and video chats. With the holidays and busy schedules, we have not really been in a rush to meet up, but we are finally aiming to do it this coming weekend with dinner and drinks. We had a really hot and spicy conversation the other day. That was enjoyable for all. The next day after we cleared our heads and stuff like that, the wife told me, about their rules saying that there would be no penetration whatsoever on his part. That was their major golden rule when it came to other women in an intimate meeting. But everything else is fair game. I just said I understood and it was sensible in the moment. But honestly, I don't know if that's something I want to be denied. My fantasy of it, of meeting them, has been ruined by this rule. And again, I understand and do think it's sensible. I just feel like I've been sort of misled in a sense. I really don't know where to go, and that image in my head has been shattered. Would I be the asshole for changing my mind and backing out after talking about it for weeks? Uh, um, short answer? No. No. Absolutely not. You, no. Because it, like, if this is something you want, there's no reason why you can't find somebody to give you that. Like, Why settle? This reminds me of the flip side of the one penis policy. Yep. There's, this is a one pussy policy, which while they are certainly entitled to have that policy and to make that part of their dynamic. It's absolutely a condition of their dynamic that is fully acceptable. Right. But once the wife starts controlling how many pussies he can stick his dick in, it makes me think what's next. So that's their policy. But then they then the original poster, they all get together and they have a good time and wonderful. And now all of a sudden, maybe the husband starts to catch feelings. Is that going to set the wife off and then make her come up with other rules? I mean, anybody in, pol in poly mm -hmm. dynamics understands that one penis policy is well known in polyam dynamics as being... <laughs> complicated and difficult and controlling and i would imagine anything that they say negative about the one penis policy is going to also apply to a one pussy policy and it becomes a problem because there's feelings involved here and is the wife going to start to control feelings because she's going to get nervous you know if you're if you're getting together with another woman to play what's the problem with the penis and the vagina like why did they have that rule well it's also what happens if the wife catches feelings is this a policy if it's the wife doesn't necessarily want to have a unicorn and the husband does but this is the condition of them having this or is it simply like did he fully agree to this and he's fine with it because honestly daddy J probably wouldn't want to fuck somebody else I've offered. I want him to, for fuck's sake. I want him to. I have a recurring fantasy of him fucking one of our friends with me in the room watching. Mm -hmm. And I he wouldn't enjoy it. 
He's not that kind of person. So if it's something like that, okay, fine. My problem is they weren't upfront about it. That should have been something that happens like literally within the first discussion. Because if it's something that you, that their dynamic requires them to have as a policy, it's not fair to essentially lead this other girl on. Great. And I'm curious, is this woman allowed to suck his dick? No penetration. Does that mean no oral? Does that mean no no fingering on his part? Like, what does that mean? Yeah. Because the fact that they hit it the first time and now they're adding this, like, what else have, what else have they been hiding? If you're not upfront in your communication and your boundaries at the beginning, it always makes me feel like, okay, when's the next shoe going to drop? Right. And I'm sorry. Like, okay, so you know how we talk all the time about talk to your partner? Communicate. Communicate, communicate, communicate. You got to talk to potential other partners too. You always have to communicate. If this is a rule, this should be flat put out there. First conversation. I, I honestly, I did that with Daddy J. I said, look, if you're not willing to participate in kink, if you're not willing to literally learn how to be a daddy, I'm not interested. Yeah. These first are my boundaries. No harm, no foul if you can't live right. with these boundaries. Then but you then just we're move not, on. We would not suit. It's my favorite thing to say. I, yeah, I remember we that not line. suit. All right. So, ready? Yeah. Oh, you gave me the short one. No, you didn't. It, there's, a, there's a part two to there's it. There's a whole other page. Okay. There's a part two. All right. This one. Need advice. Uh, that's what we're here for. I was going to say, really? Because you posted it on Reddit. So I'm kind of going with, do you need advice? Anyway, partner used her safe word. Good. But when I stopped, she said she was only joking. Bad. <laughs> I basically said, what the fuck? And she replied that it wasn't a big deal as I would have known when she was serious. I'm already getting really bad vibes from this one. She had previously said she couldn't remember safe words and that we don't need safe words. You'll know when I actually mean no. Stop. Is this a we? What? Oh, is this a we need to talk this through and sort it out or an I need to run away situation? Okay. Do we want to continue to do the talk about it or do we want to do the update first? Uh, why don't we talk about it and then we can do the update. Okay. I'm getting serious ick vibes from that. I don't find safe words to be a joking matter. No. And you'll know if I'm being serious. Fucking hell. How? How? Look, I will grant her in one sense. When I play with my regular bottoms and they say, ouch, I do know the difference between their ouch, I'm teasing you, and ouch, there really is a problem to stop. Mm. Okay, I do. But it's crystal clear. Like they turn to me and they smile and there's a giggle in their voice when they say ouch. Or, or when like I when do you it, do it. And yeah. I just look at them and I go, ouch. <laughs> right, and I make it very obvious. But again, that's because it's not a safe word. I feel that that's not an issue. I wouldn't joke with a safe word. As a top, and I know you feel the same way, as a top, if I can't trust you to use your safe word when you need it versus a joke, then I don't know that I want to play with you. No, that would be an instant turnoff. If you're fucking around with a safe word, that's a hell no. It's kind of like, um, do you remember we did this one where they were talking about testing the safe yes. word? It's the exact same thing. You don't fuck with that. I can see testing it one time. One time. Just to be like, okay, look, I, I have had some shit experiences in the past. I just really needed to make sure that you that you would follow it. And even then, as the top, I would now have trust issues. Even if you did it one time, I'd still have trust issues. So that one, I can see from both sides. But this, joking, you don't, you don't joke about a safe word and this idea and i really want to want to put this out there there's we are not mind readers tops doms we are not fucking mind readers and i know that that's very popular in fiction that 
they can just look at you. Or my new favorite thing is they switch to their quote unquote Dom voice, right? So that the people respond. These things are fiction, folks. These are fiction. Okay, Daddy Jade does that with the dogs. He switches to a deeper voice to get them to listen to the commands. It's actually really funny. That doesn't work with humans and real life shit. No, I mean, do I have my serious voice so you know when I'm serious? Yes, but I'd never call that my Dom voice. I would just call that my serious voice. Yeah, when because I don't do it just in Dom situations. I do it with my kids. I was gonna say I that's more it, mom. Mode. I do it with friends. <laughs> you know, like I do it with the customer service people. Like <laughs> I'm using my serious voice, people. I got my angry the eyes. eyes. I do. I love my angry eyes. Oh, but it's just I. You can't joke around with safety. You just can't. And I. And to me, when you joke around with safety like that, then it's showing safety isn't a priority to you. It's not important to you. And I don't want to play with somebody who doesn't feel that safety is a priority because I know we always talk about how the subs and bottoms can get hurt. Mm -hmm. So can the tops and doms. If I go to swing my flogger at you and I have to pull it at the last minute because there's a risk that I'm going to hit you in the wrong place because you moved. Or somebody starts to come in and they potentially are going to get hit and they're not part of the scene. I could hurt my shoulder doing that. You could and, also pull it so hard that you hit yourself with the flogger. Oh, well, I've done that. But as a, as a sadomasochist, I'm okay with that. I mean, somebody else might not be. Well, not if it hits you in the face accidentally. Well, that's true. I mean, I've done scenes where I, I would laugh afterward and said every time I would fling my, because I, I, I'd do it sideways. I did it with the dragon's tail and I was doing it sideways. And it was like, I'm like, it's perfect. It hits you. And then as it comes across, it hits me and then hits you back. I'm <laughs> like, this was a sadomasochist dream. But anyway, um, the tops and doms can also get physically injured from pulling. From uh, Top and bottoms can also get physically injured from pulling their hits. And so you just don't mess with safety. Not at all. All right. Ready for the edit slash update? Yes. Okay. I have not looked at this. So, okay. I mean, Rara has, but um, I have not. Like a month ago. So I don't remember either. We have had a discussion about what happened and why I was pissed off. She thought I was annoyed that she used her safe word, which is my feeling, as I didn't talk to her straight away and have apologized for that. Okay. She says she now understands and will only ever use if needed. I'm a bit worried she might not want to use it if she needs to. So for the time being, kink slash C&C stuff will not be happening. And when it starts up again, it will be light stuff to rebuild trust. If this was a new partner or relationship, I probably would have walked away. But this is a long-term partner, and she felt that because we were messing around and know each other so well that it was okay. But again, has said she now understands what was wrong about it. Yeah, so... Wow. So what what did they do? His trust in her has been dented. Yeah. That's the result of when you mess around with safe words. And that's what I was saying. But, you know, and I like their idea of starting off light and then rebuilding trust that's you know that could have dented their relationship not just their kink life and in fact i'm pretty sure it did yeah but that's coming back slowly is the way to go when you have to rebuild trust it's not that rebuilding trust is impossible so just take it slowly that's actually a decent update yep all right continuing with safe wording i couldn't safe word My husband and I had a couple beers last night. We ended up getting frisky before bed, and he did some of my favorite things that just sink me into subspace. I was so deep into it, I couldn't speak. He didn't notice and kept going and finishing. I think he just got lost in the heat of the moment and forgot to check on me. This has never happened before. I've been up since like 2 a.m., and when I remembered last night, I got sick to my stomach. I went for a drive and ended up vomiting. My anxiety is so high. I know I need to talk to him about this. I'm just so afraid he's going to beat himself up for it. And we'll save the, and there's also an edit, an additional update on this. So we'll get back to that afterward. This hits me way too hard. This definitely emphasizes why kinking and drinking is so complicated and why so many of us recommend against it. And 100%. She was deep into it, but she also could have had the freeze reaction 
you know, the fight, flight, or freeze. Mm-hmm. I have a fight response to spiders. As I've proven, yes. Fight, fight and flight, both. <laughs> I will, whatever. But I have a freeze response to any male. And I say male like cis male. I've never had a freeze response to any non-cis person. Not that any non-cis person has ever tried anything with me, but I freeze. Mm -hmm. Every time. I will not be able to say anything. And I'm actually very proud of myself because I did have a freeze response at our birthday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Somebody did something that I wasn't comfortable with. I couldn't say anything in the moment. I froze. And but afterwards, I said, I was like, hey, just so you know, that actually is a trigger for me. I wish you had told me you were going to do that instead of surprising me with it. But just for future reference, I would prefer that you not do that. And he goes, right. And because I couldn't say it at the time. But then afterwards, I felt comfortable enough with this person. I was like, you know what? Let me just tell him. And he goes, oh, my God, you're right. I am so so sorry I like he never thought about that being a trigger but now he knows Mm -hmm. so stuff like that don't be worried that he's going to beat himself up for it honestly if he does good it'll teach him to check in see and, and I understand why she's worried about this I know as a top if I'm the reason for the fuck up I will beat myself up about it and not the fun kind of beating um, I will feel horrible and awful and guilty. But you I will need also to know. use it. I will also use it to learn and grow. Exactly. And so you do have to communicate. And as I, and I would also strongly recommend, I know as you tell him and then he starts to beat himself up, your natural instinct is going to try to be like, you know, it's okay. It's 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 really okay. It's not a big deal because you feel bad that he's beating himself up please don't do that I I understand you you because you love and care for them and it sounds like she doesn't believe that this was done maliciously or intentionally so don't try to then console him something happened that went wrong you need to fix it isn't this like your entire your scene went wrong now what do you do yep the scene is over clearly but Nobody said that it has to be during the scene. Nobody says that it has to be during the incident. You pumped the brakes on yourself. You went out. You cleared your head. You realized something went wrong. Now come back. You, as the bottom, actually have a responsibility to let the top know. Because if you don't, this will happen again. So wait a minute. Let me let me understand this. They need to... What's that word again? I don't know. I think it starts um, with a C. Um, Coca-Cola. Um, um, cornucopia. Cow. Cow? Moo. <laughs> Devolved. Yeah, always. <laughs> Wrong you episode. Say, you say cow, I'm going to moo. That's it. Um, you have to communicate. Yeah. It, it, because otherwise he'll never know. And that's not right. That's not fair to the top. If I fuck up, oh my God, please tell me. Yeah, I need to know so that I do not do that again. Right, because so if like, I do it again, and then I found out, mm-hmm. oh, th- you think he was beating himself up the first place? Nothing compared to what is going to happen the second time. So Rara has told me that she doesn't like to be hit on the sides of her thighs. And I know this. So now, Rara and I are at the point where we don't really have to negotiate when she gets on my table because I already know. Yeah, unless something has changed, in which yeah. case I'll tell her. And she knows this, and I know her, like, we know each other well enough. I don't hit the sides of her thighs. The one time I did, she turned around and she went, hey, just so you know, don't hit the sides of my thighs. I'm pretty sure I already told you that. Don't do it. I'm like, right. Got it. Because it was like the what one of the first times that we'd ever yeah. done. And you were literally teaching me how to do impact using yourself as the bottom. Yes. And you still are. Which, which meant was I totally topping from the bottom? In that case, yes. But it's fair. It was teaching from the bottom. <laughs> there we go. Whatever. Um, we do have an update, though, yes. and another happy update. From the bottom of my heart, thank you to anyone who read my post and or commented. You have all been wonderful, so helpful, and so validating. I had a great talk with my husband this morning, and we've put measures in place to prevent this from happening again. 
Unfortunately, my repressed sexual assault did come into play when I went catatonic, planning on bringing that up in therapy again. Once again, thank you, everyone. So ding, 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 ding. Yep. I like that they use the word catatonic. It was definitely a freeze response. Yeah. It was not that she was so deep into subspace because she was liking it. That was a freeze. Definitely. All right. Ready? Ready. Why are you smiling? Because I'm happy. You that excited? No. It's just happy. Okay. We're doing podcast stuff. I'm happy. I'm a 32, I guess, year old kinky female dating a 31-year-old vanilla male. Prior to our relationship, I was more active on FetLife and posted pictures of self-ties and marks and bruises from impact play scenes. I have tagged play partners in some of my photos, thanking them for great scenes. My posts have always been described as tasteful, and I have never just showed everything. All of my body pictures are to friends only, so only people I've met and vetted can see them. Since we started dating four months ago, I have not seen or posted any pictures of my body to my account. I mentioned in passing that there were pictures of me online, but I didn't explicitly state what they were or show them to him. This past weekend, he joined FetLife and saw my account for the first time. When he was signing up, I warned him he might see some things he might not like. Now he says he's hurt because I kept this from him. He calls the comments on my pictures disgusting and the pictures themselves scandalous. He, he feels like I deceived him by withholding this information about my past online activity. I feel like I'm entitled to my privacy about this and that he is judging me for posting pictures of myself online. Am I the asshole for not telling him about my FetLife profile and its contents even after being together for four months? For context, I've been open with him about being kinky and in my local community from day one. He has tried to go to munches and events with me, including a dungeon and to do light activities like spanking during sex and some rope bondage, but he has also told me he has no interest in kink. I also found out after the fact that he has problems with activities going down, going on at these events. He has met my friends in the community and liked them until he read some of their comments on my pictures, and now he has a problem with some of the men in the community. He asked me to tell my last play partner to never ever contact me again. He did take the BDSM test. His results were 100% vanilla. We have tried doing a yes, no, maybe list together, but most of his responses were that's intense, yeah, sure, or absolutely not. We've talked about me going to the dungeon again, but I would not be allowed to play with any men and I would have to check in with him. I also shared a book with him about mixed kinky vanilla relationships with Princess on Top by Stefani Gorlick. Gorlick? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Not sure about the spelling of her last name, but totally recommend. And it is the first response. And his first response was to ask if the book told me to leave him. There's also some other non-kink issues I need to address with him. I feel like this relationship is nearing its end, but I want to give it and him the opportunity it deserves. <clears throat> Ra? Well, as somebody whose who's FetLife profile would and does freak some people out, one of the first things that I do when vetting a potential romantic partner, not talking to play partner, romantic partner, is to talk about the fact that I am kinky. I do some pretty serious things. It would not be odd for me to have bruises and marks on my body at any given point. I'm also honest about the fact that there are naked pictures of me on the internet. And like her, it's not that I don't show, there's no pictures of my pussy on the internet. No. My FetLife profile, I may be nude. If I'm fully nude, if I'm nude and I'm standing and you see my whole body, my legs are together, you don't get close-ups of my pussy. My boobs are everywhere, but you know, that's also because my boobs are big and so they're everywhere. Um, can't get away from those. No, you can't. I, I, I'm surprised she dated him in the first place, honestly. He's allowed to feel how he feels about about these. And I get the fact that when she said there's pictures of my body on there, he's probably thinking like tastefully done Playboy centerfold pictures, right? When she may be posting penthouse type pictures. Uh, I think they're more than penthouse type pictures. Well, there's no sex involved. So it's just nudity. Yeah. But, and the, and the comments that are on there, 
I understand, again, that if someone's vanilla, like if I post a picture of my bruises and the person who gave them to me posted a, a comment on there about going, I can't wait to give you more bruises or I can't wait to hurt you again. I'm going to laugh and giggle at that comment and probably respond with name the name, the time and place. Well, somebody who isn't really into kink and maybe even somebody like you, who's, who's more into the sensual side of things might look at that and go, ill, like that's wrong. Why are they want to hurt you? However, I understand right, that that's you what you want. No, and, and people in the kink community who have this, you know, they're more sensual like me and they're not into the actual like hitting part and the bruises part, which I'm sure there are more than me, right? Yeah. <laughs> we. I know still... a lot of them. There's, I think there's more like you than me, but that's okay. Okay, that's fine. That's cool. I'm in the majority. Woohoo. So, but the thing is, you still understand that other people want to do this and that's okay. You do what you do. Good on you. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong that he's vanilla and wants nothing to do with this lifestyle. He's entitled to do that. But favorite thing, I don't think they're going to suit. No, definitely not. Especially because so like it's really kind of weird. Daddy J wants me to check in. If I'm out, he wants me to check in. It's a safety thing. It's one of our protocols, right? I don't do it very well. No, she sucks at it. I usually have to remind her. I did it today on my own. No reminding. Well, I also didn't get a text from Daddy J asking where were Mm -hmm. you, which also happens. I was 15 minutes late, (laughs) but as I said, that was progress. It was better than not doing it at all, right? (laughs) New Year's resolution. Anyway, that's one of our protocols. Um, Somehow, when it's a vanilla dude doing it and it's not a protocol that has been agreed to, it's just asshole controlling abuse. Okay. Yeah, so having been married vanilla for, well, all my marriages were vanilla. Well, I mean, my first two were as well. Uh, I I don't know. I would have always viewed it as, wasn't that sweet? They just want to make sure I'm okay and check in. But I also grew up in a family where, like, that was the norm. If my mom went somewhere, she had to let my dad know. And so I never thought twice about it. So if y'all are asking, are my parents kinky? I think there's a lot of 1950s dynamic to my parents marriage but that's about it (laughs) granted they're also you know they're old so maybe they're just natural for them are they boomers yes okay my parents are also boomers um my dad likes to play around like he's kinky but i don't think they would know the first thing about any of it like my dad has pretended to hit my mom on the ass with a cheese board no i've never my parents have never done that well, like the fact that he did it in front of me, I know that he was just messing around and playing because he thinks he's funny like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, sweet summer child. <laughs> You're so cute. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dad, that's adorable. Yeah. You don't come to risque. Um, <laughs> listen, she recognizes that this relationship is nearing its end. I think it's just time to end it. Yeah. But I would recommend not ending it in such a way to say, hey, you're wrong that you feel these ways. I think it's time to recommend saying, I understand how you feel, but I'm looking for something different. We're just looking for different things because he's not wrong in how he feels. It's not that he, it's just, it's not right for you. One thing is wrong. And what's that? You don't tell people that something they like is disgusting. I don't care if you actually feel that way or not. Okay. I'm sorry. If you like to eat liver, that's not chopped liver because chopped liver is yummy. But if you just want to eat like liver and onions. I'm going to look at you and say that's disgusting. But not like that. Okay, listen. We were, my ex-husband and I were in therapy. Yeah. And he said that my little side was disgusting. Nothing damaged me more than that. Mm-hmm. So no. There's a difference between kink stuff and liver and onions, which by the way, is actually very disgusting. <laughs> so if you love liver and onions and we've just offended you, so sad, too bad. No, you're that's but, gross. But if you make a chopped liver, like all good Jews like, then it's then it's yummy. Though no, my kids don't eat chopped liver, and I'm really disappointed in them. I feel I have failed them as a Jewish mother. Yes, yes, you have. I've not good chopped liver in a while. Now I want chopped liver. No, stop. Ew. Stop. <laughs> right. But you know what? I also personally think fish is disgusting. So. Oh, well, I'm allergic, so I don't you know. You wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I just, I hate fish. I hate how it smells. It's disgusting. 
But I also think I, I hate, hate the how- texture. I hate the, how it smells. I hate how they have eyeballs. I can't stand it. I think part of the reason I hate how it smells is because I'm like almost never around it because of my allergy. So on the rare occasions I'm around it, it's like, ooh, that's potent. Nope. I walked into an international grocery store yesterday and Daddy J wanted to go, not yesterday, the day before, and Daddy J wanted to go look at like the fishy area. And I'm like, have fun. I ain't going over there. Ew. It stinks. <laughs> uh. And no, those kinds of fish, they have to keep swimming. Yeah. All right. Ready? Back, yeah. back to kink. Oh, yeah. Am I the asshole for moving away from my dom because it makes me feel pressure? I think this is mine, Miss Ma'am. No, it's not. It's yours. Thank you. <laughs> Next time I'll put the color coding back in it. I didn't put color coding in this time. Mm-hmm. So sorry. My former dominant is an older man, and he was always demanding things from me, like videos, photos, or meetings. We do not have, nor did we have, a free use deal, so it made me feel pressured. Also, he was authoritarian, and he is nothing but nothing. He's nothing but nothing kind to me after sex. He was quite rude and cold. I just love trying to understand what Reddit people say. Wow. I know. Translate I have left, much? I have left him, but he still tries to come back. Am I the asshole? No, you're allowed to not be interested in whomever you're not interested in for any reason, whether it's because they feel pressured or like in the above one, you don't suit. No, it's just very simple. If you're not interested, don't. Yeah. Done. If you don't like it, don't. And you've listed a whole bunch of reasons why he makes you uncomfortable. So why are you the asshole about any of that? You get to say... And whether or not you're right to feel uncomfortable, your feelings are your feelings. I can understand not wanting to give people videos or photos, honestly, because once it's out there, it's never not out there. If you do kind of figure out maybe you do want, I suggest any videos or things you say don't include your face. Right. So just your neck down. That's what I do. Also, I'm a little confused. Yeah, it's only a little. Yeah. Yeah. When did photos and videos and meetings become free use? It's not. But as as I have learned by being on social media, people have a whole lot of different definitions for for labels. Go ahead and say that one is incorrect. It is. Just in case you don't know what free use means. It's basically a sexual thing where you if you have free use, then that means you have agreed that your partner can have sex with you anytime, any place. And you don't say no. So if you're in the middle of cooking dinner and they decide you want they want sex, you don't get to say, I'm, I'm cooking dinner right now. I can't. You turn the stovetop off and you fuck. And then you can go back to cooking dinner. That'd be a hard limit for me. Well, you don't could, fuck with my food. No, right? Thank you. You I, don't fuck with my food. Well, and sometimes I just don't want to. I'm in the middle of a good book. I don't want to interrupt it. I need to finish it. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, or as I joke with people, I need my sleep. So as long as you don't wake me, do what you need to do. I cannot do free use. Like, I would absolutely never. My control issues could never. Yeah. All right. Ready? That was, that was easy. That was totally easy. This one I was just relatively more confused be- about the free use part than I was about anything else in yeah. that one. If you go on to BDSM, if you go on to any of the Am I the Asshole ones, sometimes... English is not their first language, mm-hmm. so it can be confusing. And typos are a thing. Yeah, well, when you go back and edit it and you don't edit as well as you think you edited because you're trying to say something and then you change it. I've done that before, but like that I know. one was And weird. sometimes I do try to edit these for you so that they're a little easier. <laughs> you missed one. I had a lot on my plate. And I actually got these notes together a month ago. Well, yeah. So- All right. Is it normal to be deathly afraid of your dom? I feel like you don't even need anything past that. The answer is no, it's not. But continue. (laughs) Deathly afraid. This is my first time in a BDSM dynamic with anyone, so I don't know what's normal and what's not. Ding, ding, ding. I know part of a dom's role is disciplining their sub, but my dom's punishments go too far and I'm beginning to get scared of him. In the beginning, his punishments would be orgasm denial, spanking, whipping, etc. That's a big step from orgasm denial to whipping. Mm-hmm. All stuff I could deal with. But recently, he'll do random things that he can think of to torture me. For example, I was having an asthma attack. 
I was having an asthma attack and he refused to let me use my inhaler for 20 minutes. I started having a panic attack because I couldn't breathe and thought I was going to die. I safe worded, but he said safe words don't count in a punishment. So I was sticking my head out of the window, crying and hyperventilating until the 20 minutes were up and he gave me my inhaler. I spoke to him afterwards and told him I won't accept punishments like that. And if he won't let me use my safe word in a punishment, then I don't want to continue being his sub because I don't trust him. He apologized and said I can use my safe word during punishments and he won't do anything extreme again. He hasn't done it again, but I can't help but feel so scared of him. Anytime I feel like I can't breathe, I unconsciously hide it from him and sneak off to use my inhaler. I avoid any real life triggers or fears around him because he may use them against me. I think I know that I'm supposed to feel safe around him and this level of fear isn't normal, but I'm just so confused and anxious about this entire thing. I guess I'm just looking for advice. Holy shit. These kind of things make me so angry because I want to take her to the side and go, who fucked up raising you that you even question whether or not this is okay? He took your fucking inhaler away from you when you were having an asthma attack. Do you seriously need the internet to tell you this is not okay? I want to take him to the side and bash him over the head with a hammer. I want to take him to jail. That's abuse. End of story. Put literally putting somebody's life at risk. Isn't that like a um, what is that? It's like denying medical. Yeah, that's actually arrestable. Yes. Oh my god. One of the things that really honestly frustrates me a lot, and I don't know why this is, but I seem to find it predominantly among young cis het. Female subs who stuff like this happens and they just don't either have enough self confidence or common sense to know that this is just not okay and you should forget walking away from him. You need to run the fuck away we from him. We are older, we have experience with this. But listen, when I was in an abusive relationship with my first husband, I didn't put that together. I married the asshole. It took an extreme circumstance for me to leave him. That's the extreme circumstance right there for her. But I wouldn't listen to anybody. No, but I understand, but you're right. So as soon as the extreme circumstance happened, you recognized it, right? Yeah. Okay, this is the extreme circumstance and she's questioning. If she's really that young and has no experience, then like I had already been in the BDSM scene for four years when I met that guy and it still took me that long to figure out if she's never had a dynamic before and she's learning about it, she's going to question everything, especially if she doesn't have a whole lot of self-esteem to begin with. See, my, mine happened in a vanilla marriage and yes, hindsight is twenty twenty, and I can look back at the beginning of it and say that was abuse and I didn't recognize it, but I sure as hell recognized it the minute he started throwing things at me. And I got the fuck out of there because mm-hmm. I didn't ca- if he had taken it and thrown it away from me just against a wall, I might have been young and dumb enough to kind of overlook it. Mm-hmm. But when it came toward me, that was the extreme that I said, oh, no, no, no. This is my line in the sand and you have now crossed it. I broke up with a guy for uh, punching his dresser instead of, I guess, me. But whatever he was frustrated about, he punched his dresser. I broke up with him that night. I broke up with another guy who we were in a parking lot and he was drunk and he grabbed me in the crotch, like just grabbed me. And I said, nope, we're done. Mm-hmm. And I left him there. I had to go back and yeah. get him at three o'clock in the morning that night because he was throwing up on somebody's uh, carpet and they didn't know I'd broken up with him. But there are certain things that, yes, you can recognize. But for her, obviously, she's, she's not there yet. I, I, I don't understand how. I have asthma. That is a life-threatening condition. Yes. I don't get my inhaler. I could literally die. Not figuratively. Literally die. And 20 minutes. That is a long-ass time. And okay. You try not breathing for two minutes. Right. He apologized and hasn't done it again. What the fuck? 
fuck was going through his mind that he did it in the first place? And I'm sorry, anybody that says safe words don't count during punishments. Oh, hell no. Sorry, but no. Here's my thoughts about safe words and punishments. Safe word will not get you out of a punishment, but it will stop it at it at, in its tracks at the time. Also, and aren't then, you supposed to agree on the punishment? And then we will sit down and discuss why you needed to safe word and how and when we can continue. That's just how I run how I run mine. Orgasm denial as as a punishment is actually pretty cool. Yeah, like I like that, but like there's an extremely difference between that and whipping. Yeah. One of my goals for 2024 and one of the focuses, focuses, foci, <laughs> right, that I, I have for the Direction of Pink Kink podcast is empowerment. I want to empower each and every one of you to be the most you can be, to speak up for yourself, to advocate for yourself, and stuff like this. I, I don't know if I can say this loud enough to get it across to you people. Punishments require negotiations and consent. Just not, like every other fucking scene. Right? They are not just the Dom gets to go, hey, you broke a rule, I'm going to punish you. And you have to go, all right. I'm telling you, if Daddy J ever said your punishment is going to be you get whipped, I'm going to be like, and your punishment is divorce. Right? Now, if you are worried that, you know, you want it to be a little, have your Dom have a little more authority over what they choose to punish, then agree on a list of like five. So you know it could be one of those five, but you have agreed to all of those five. And then the dominant can choose which of the five at that time. And that to me is still acceptable. You've consented to those particular five punishments. But don't just say, all right, you get to punish me and they get to choose what the punishment is. Yeah, so side note, this was one of my problems with Fifty Shades because he just took out his belt and started hitting her. I'm trying to remember the scene to to know if she told him afterwards. No, I know that. No, no. I'm trying to remember if before he started, if she if she consent. Uh, no, she said, I don't want that. I'll have to go back and look, I we guess. Ha- we honestly have to go back. and Well, part of the problem is, is whether or not it was the book or the movie, movie. because they don't line up That's on everything. True. No, but we read the book. Yeah. It's been a while. I have it's to been look like back two, up two years since that episode. See if, if, if he did that. And she said, I don't want it. And he did it anyway. That would be wrong. But if he did that, she said, I don't want it. But then got into place. Let's go find that scene. You'll have to do your editing magic and add in a little footnote. Yeah. So it'll either be me screaming, I was right. Or um, I'll have to get Ra Ra to record <laughs> it or something like that. No, no. I get a big pink check mark with glitter. I would like to add this here so that it is reflected on the record for all to see because I am right. And not that I don't know that I usually am, but I feel like since Dar is going to have to acknowledge that I'm right, you all should know about it. We went back and looked into the Fifty Shades of Grey scene where Christian used his belt on Anna. And the truth is she asked him to do it. She told him. He double-checked with her. He triple-checked with her. And she insisted she wanted to see what it would be like. So, again, for everybody to know, I am right. All right. My turn, your turn? Uh, I remember. I have no idea. <laughs> I think it's your turn. Okay. Here we go. Has your master stopped being hard and strict with you because you are so cute? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Control myself. Well, we had some really serious ones. I know. I, I needed something that was a little more cute. This is actually, I, okay. You're right. It's really cute. This is the second relationship in which this has happened to me. <laughs> wow, how fucking cute are you? <laughs> I want to see. I need a picture. Everything started pretty well. He was strict but fair. He applied punishments when necessary, etc. <laughs> I need to admit, I can veer a little bit to sweet, cheesy, and caring, always wanting to cuddle and talk, et cetera. But he, start, but he started being less and less hard and strict. I tried to talk about this. He said, I am too cute to be punished. 
He'd rather talk to me or just apply a slight punishment because I am too cute to be punished. Not going to lie, I find it so sweet. Do you have any advice, though? I want to have the strictness from time to time. Okay, so... I really need a picture. I really do. I want to know how cute she is. (laughs) Damn, because I might... I'll be strict with you, sweetie. Listen, this is one of my favorite things to do is as somebody who's worked with kids a lot, my response to them literally all the time is rules apply the same to the cute ones. Okay, so I don't have kids, but I do have dogs. I have absolutely stunningly gorgeous dogs. Like objectively, they're beautiful. And um, I have noticed my my darling daddy Jay be way easier on these dogs than I would be because he's like, oh, my God, but she's so pretty. I'm like, honey, this is you're treating these dogs the way that you say it's unfair for men to be treated. He, my husband's objectively good looking as well. Like he's pretty cute. He's not like raw, raw, gorgeous, you know, standards, but he's objectively, <laughs> he's, he's pretty fucking cute. But I also know him. So that's part of what makes him adorable. That's true. He's a really sweet dude, but he knows he's good looking enough to get away with calling random women darling or sweetheart. And he does it and he thinks it's charming. I had to explain to him that it's not. He says, no, only if only for ugly guys. Like okay. for ugly guys, you guys think it's creepy for good looking. He in, says, and that's a double standard. In I was fairness, like, considering we've been talking about Christian Grey, he, it was only sexy that he did what he did because he was hot as fuck and, and wealthy. <laughs> if if he were if he were the just the guy next door with no money and aunt looks, we'd all be calling him a stalker. Right. We we recognize that. Right. There's a whole there's a whole I forget this what those charts are called or maybe it's a Venn diagram it's, whatever. No, I don't know what it is. It's so, one of those it's one of those like, you know, crazy but cute you can get away with it yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I know that one. But like in this case, I also understand how she feels because Daddy J doesn't punish me when I'm in little mode ever. I can get away with so much. I have learned to milk the situation. <laughs> yes. I really do because I just or mousy like so I have been playing around with the whole pet play thing but mm-hmm. I don't do kitty I don't do puppy I'm for some reason a mousy because I like to I, it's because I like you to squeak? nibble no I nibble my food I literally like if I'm <laughs> this is so weird I've done this since I was a teenager my very first boyfriend called me out on it I will eat an Oreo one little teeny tiny nibble at a time I do the same thing with a um what's the candy Reese's okay how do you eat Reese's I eat around the edge and then I eat the bottom and then I eat the peanut butter and then I eat the top we're almost the same I eat the around the edges then I eat the chocolate off the top of the bottom and I save the peanut butter for last I have to have I have to have the chocolate which works best when frozen it's a little easier it's much harder when it's not frozen I used to have people make fun of me all the time and then Reese's came out with their whole commercial of there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's and one of the commercials, the pe- person was eating it the way I do. And I would turn to, it was actually Voldemort <laughs> who would make fun of me. And I turned to Voldemort and I'm like, look, I'm not wrong. It says so on national yes, television. Exactly. Okay, you how do you, I also eat Twizzlers oddly too. I don't eat Twizzlers. I Those eat are Twizzlers gross. Twizzlers like their corner in the cob. <laughs> and I eat the top going across. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. Not, not the pull and peel. Okay. But just the regular no, Twizzlers. No, you're fucking weird. Really? You're just figuring this out? Wait, how long have we known each other? You're fucking weird. Um... <laughs> And Ma- you wonder if I'm actually fall into the age play category. Yes. Yes, I am. Yeah. Uh, mac and cheese. You eat it one noodle at a time. Exactly. I respect that. Exactly. <laughs> I literally, my first boyfriend made fun of me so hard with that. And Penny, too. I do the same thing. One fucking. Okay. Penny. Penny yeah. noodles. Yeah. Right. The one that's like the rectangle. I know with what the penne ends. is. Okay. It's my son's, my um, oldest favorite noodle. How do you eat a penne? Um, Depending upon. How hungry I am. We're assuming I am not inhaling. Right. I like to I like to put them on the tongs of the fork. Yeah. So I, I put the, the tongs inside through the, the hole. noodle? Like, like through the, the hole, hole in the noodle. In the noodle? Yes. Okay. I hey, that's a that's a new one. I like it. Oh, you don't know do I've that? done that, but it's only one prong of the fork. Does that have to be a specific prong? No. It just has to be one prong of the fork. So you eat one noodle at a time. Yes, but I don't do it quite like that. I mean, I've done it like that before, but when I'm not feeling like wolfishly hungry, mm-hmm. I'll stab the penne through the middle and bite one side of it, bite the other side of it, and then eat the middle. Okay, okay. last one. Last one. Yeah. Ready? Goldfish. 
You have to swim them into your mouth. No, you bite the tail and then you eat the head. No, I, I, I eat them whole, but I <laughs> but they have to swim into my mouth. <laughs> I'm not sure what all this. This is just. Okay. Seriously. I, I, have, I have one. I had to teach myself. <laughs> okay. To alternate the foods that I eat because I always would eat one food at a time. Are they allowed to touch um, on the plate? I've I've had to train myself to allow them to touch. I would Same. in an ideal world, everything would have its own spot, and I would literally because I don't want to. You mix need up one of those kid trays that have yeah. everything separate. But for me, it's not that it. It's not about the oh my god, these things can't touch. It's like I don't want anything to dilute the flavor. So if I've got mac and cheese, mm-hmm. I don't want the mac and cheese to taste like, like salad dressing. Like salad dressing. Actually, so for that, I kind of like it. Depending on the salad dressing, it actually really goes good with the mac and cheese. But there are certain things that like cannot, they cannot. I've I've learned to do it mostly because then I don't have to do as many dishes. Boy, this conversation is really not on topic, no. but I'm okay with it. But it's it's the kind of little cute things that Daddy Jay is like, oh my God, you're so fucking adorable. Like, why are you so cute? And he just melts and it's great. Yeah. See, I'll also like if it's at one of those help yourself things and I can get away with it because nobody's looking at me. I will literally only put one food on my plate, eat that and then come back for the next item because I want to just concentrate fully on the flavor of that one item. I've done the I've done things at your parties where I've put stuff on my plate and then like purposely dipped a meatball into the mac and cheese okay look i if if there was broccoli or peas i would mix that with the mac and cheese because that's good if there's bacon i am definitely mixing Mixing that with with the the mac mac and cheese cheese. oh you know i started doing that i started sauteing ham and putting it in the mac and cheese so it kind of tastes like uh canadian bacon in the mac and cheese like canadian bacon but it's just chunky bacon it's just fried ham that's all okay i don't i'm jewish i don't eat ham um, <laughs> I eat pork. <laughs> you know they're the same thing, right? No, they're different. Okay, they're parts they of the pig. They don't call it ham fried rice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. It's not mushu ham. Okay. <laughs> Very Jewish. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not ham Ch- lo mein. Chinese Christmas. It's not ham lo mein. Do you see my point here? No, it's it's Jewish Christmas. <laughs> Jewish Christmas is Chinese food. Yes. With pork. It's the one. Okay. Yeah. Get out. Well, it's because the only restaurants that were ever open on Christmas Day were the Chinese ones. That's how the whole tradition started. Yeah. Daddy Jay has decided we're having Chinese Thanksgiving next year. No. <laughs> no, you have actual Thanksgiving. That's my favorite holiday. It's my all-time favorite holiday because I love the food. Anyway, should we help out this poor girl? What she should do? Um, stop being so cute she and can't. send us pictures. Part of the problem is, is I understand. Listen, I, I, it happens with a parent when your kid does something they're not supposed to do, and then they give you the smile, the cheesy smile with the head turned sideways, that you're looking at them going, "Oh, oh my God, you're so cute." Or like one of my favorite things is when your kids are little. And they say things like fuck. And you're supposed to be angry at them because how dare they say bad words, especially if you're out in public and everybody else can hear. But you also have to discipline them. Mm-hmm. I get that it's not easy. You have to. Ready? Here we go. I know that we always come back to this. You have to communicate. What? Yeah, I know. You have to communicate with your, with your partner why this isn't working for you and how you, part of your wants and needs are strictness sometimes, not all the time. Maybe they don't understand it. I mean, I've got this scenario where they're trying to punish you. You start being all cutesy because you think that's part of the routine. And then you expect them to punish you after, still punish you afterward. And they may not understand. You're acting cute. So they're thinking, oh, well, then the game is I don't punish you because you're cute. So you have to sit down and talk about it. And if it's still a problem for them to punish you because you're being cute in front of them, then maybe the object is, is they punish you through a text message or on a phone or something that mutes your cuteness levels. Okay, but would this be the perfect opportunity to use orgasm denial and edging? I would think so. I think that would be a really appropriate punishment for being cute when it's not time to be cute. Well, there, then you punish them for being cute. Right. Oh, my God. 
That actually sounds like fun. Okay. I need a cutie patootie. Well, you have a cutie patootie. You just can't punish him. No, well, I can as a wife. No, but I can't do that either because I just don't talk to him. <laughs> there's a there's a little public correction. Do you want to read that? Oh, hold on. I would if my if my computer would work. Is this a different one or is this the same one? Because it says public correction. Oh, no. Public correction. You see that little that little line, that little dot, dot, dot line? Uh-huh. That's what splits up the... Oh, okay, so this is different. This is our last Reddit. Got you. For this episode. This is me. Yes. Public correction. I was at a bar watching football with my Dom yesterday. I did something that was disrespectful and rude to him that I didn't mean to do. Anyway, he waited until today to discuss it, and I wished he would have corrected me sooner. I seek correction when he is unhappy with me. He said he didn't want to make a scene, so I am trying to find ways for him to immediately correct me in public without everyone around us knowing what's happening. Please give me your suggestions to bring to him. Okay, I actually have a good one for this. Okay, I'm ready. It is sort of like a safe word, Mm -hmm. except it is a word that signals you done fucked up. We will discuss this later. It's a code word. Yeah. Like, it's the perfect scenario. If he doesn't want to tell you right away because he doesn't want to make a scene, which personally, I appreciate. I appreciate it so much. Um, One of my exes and I had a code word for, I am way too introverted right now. I don't want to be at this party anymore. Can we please fucking go home? Mm -hmm. It was onomatopoeia. How do you work that into a sentence? I don't. I just said it. I just looked at him and I said onomatopoeia. It's like, it sounds like I don't want to be here. Right. Which is why I kind of came up with it in the first place. Um. And weirdly, that's like my second favorite word. If I had used my first favorite word, that would have been really weird. I know, because your first word is hard. Yeah. Hippopotamus or sesquipedaliophobia. Right, which is not something you like would ever just that's casually also, yeah, say. Yeah, you can't just say it. Unless you're telling somebody the story, you don't say yeah. it. Which, for the those of you who don't know, it means the fear of long words. You're welcome. That is just mean, rotten, and nasty. Well, so that the is fear that the that the word to represent fear of long words is a long word. Okay, but the word to talk about a lisp is lisp. Yeah, it's I, I think this is cruel and unusual punishment. It's against the Constitution of the United States of America. For stutter. If you can't say lisp and you can't say stutter, those are mean. Yeah. I think that's way meaner than the fear of long words word. <laughs> um, another thing you can do, and I I know. I've done similar things to this as Dara's picking up her phone is to pick up your phone and text them so nobody else can can hear what you're saying and just text them saying saying you've gone too far. Yeah, I I think we've done that like because phones are semi, you know, mostly private. Nobody's going to like sit there and be like, oh, what are you doing? Because if they do look at my phone, I'm like slapping them in the face with it. Right. But like, we'll be, Robert and I have literally done that. We're sitting across from each other somewhere. And someone will do or say something and we'll text each other going, oh my fucking God, can you believe that? He's like, Jesus, what were they thinking? Oh my God, please stop saying stupid things. <laughs> and then we'll discuss it later. But like, we're on the same page with that. Oh, I used to do that during work meetings when we were in uh, COVID and we had to do everything on Zoom. Uh-huh. I would get text, I would because <laughs> I've told you this before, I can't control my face. No. During work meetings, my coworker would say something redonkulously stupid that I have already explained at least 10 times. And I've said, and I just look at her and I'm like, no, like, and I cannot, I'm just deadpanning like, oh my God, I have the, you are so fucking stupid face. (laughs) And I will get a text message from my other coworker who is not stupid and go, you need to fix your face. You need to fix your face right now. Is there something wrong with my face? Why do I need to fix it? I don't. It's not that I have resting bitch face. It's just I if somebody is stupid and I'm tr- I'm actually trying to not have the you're fucking stupid face on my face. I can't. I can't wipe it off that easily. Aww. Anyway. But yeah. yeah, so I think a code word or texting you, any of those would work really really well. Those are fun. I like these. Yeah. So, um we got some of these from, we got them from a bunch of different Reddits, but the one Reddit that I really want to promote the hell out of is our own Reddit. Well, duh. Which is a subreddit BDSM underscore A-I-T-A. Which stands, stands for, for Am I the Asshole? Right. So that, that we run, that's our thing. 
We are, I would like to hit a thousand subscribers to that. We're getting close. We're in the we're in the in the upper eight hundreds. So yeah, no, it's really good. Hopefully, this episode will pull more of you in if you're not already there. But we get a lot of good stuff from there, and some of the others, even though we are both banned from certain subreddits <laughs> because <laughs> because we have opinions, and people don't always enjoy our opinions. <laughs> Sorry for having a fucking opinion. <laughs> That doesn't align with yours, oh great one of the internet. Yes. But yes, yeah, so BDSM underscore AITI. I just think that's hysterical that we're both banned. <laughs> yeah, but Wait, I AITI? AITA. Did yeah, I say you said I. Sorry. Don't confuse people. You're yeah, gonna go I, looking I never for a do completely that. different. <laughs> yeah, but we just been, this is am I the asshole? So therefore. Uh-huh. It's AITA. I swear to God, I thought you were going to say AITM. No, because ATM has nothing to do with banks. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what that is, you must not follow me on Tickety Talk. So follow me on the Tickety Talk. Stop it. What? <laughs> I haven't done my voice. I didn't even do my, my okay. voice. Go ahead, promote, do the, do the announcer okay. voice. Do it. So please follow us on all of our social media accounts. You can find us in the show notes is the link tree so that you can. Follow everything. Follow us everywhere. Stalk us. No, no. In this case, we actually like stalkers. Please do. Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a minute of our fun and educational content. New episodes drop every Friday. If you love what we do and want to show support, there are several ways. Join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. You can support our affiliates or help spread the word about our kinky podcast to your friends. Don't forget to rate and review Pink Kink on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Those five-star reviews go a long way in boosting our podcast through the algorithm and reaching more listeners. Sign up for our Pink Kink Institute classes. Shop at our Etsy shop, Pink Kink Boutique. Stay connected with us on social media. You'll find all the links on our link tree posted in the show notes. Your support means the world to us. So until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted.